process podcast episode 389 and it's monday how was your weekend uh, zach watson it was good it was yeah it was what'd you get up to on uh, the good old saturday and sunday um i'm trying to think what i did saturday during the day oh well morning i think i just did a little bit of gaming because i hadn't nice, done much because nice. Of work. And then early Saturday afternoon went to the movies. Saw the the Batman. And then the night when saw it is in same movie Sunday. Yeah. Saw the greatest movie greatest ever, conceived, movie by ever humans. conceived by humans. Wow. That's that's a statement like, and a half though for you to say that that it's the greatest movie ever conceived by humans. I can't agree with you because I haven't seen it yet, but I don't doubt that I would disagree with you. It is. <laughs> Confidently. It is. It just, it is. Like, I, From I a know. design it's, perspective, like what's a highlight? Uh, definitely the car, mm-hmm. the Batmobile. Um, and the suit. And the Batcave. And everything, the and entire movie. Wayne Tower, Ooh, where he lives. We like that. And yeah. Yeah, no, his like. Everything's like. He's a bit of a noob in a, in a, in a, okay. in a little way. Interesting. Like, it's like his second year, right? Being Batman. So nothing's like uh, the fancy, clean, like, laboratory type workshop that you find mm-hmm. in, like, The Dark Knight, whatever. Well, it's like super, super high tech. This one is like. You know, he doesn't live in what it doesn't live in Wayne Manor Manor. He lives in Wayne Tower, the penthouse, and then the Batcave is in the basement of the building where I guess there was like a, a subway terminal that went to the Wayne Tower and then it was like abandoned or something. So that's okay. where the Batcave is. So it's like this old gothic looking subway terminal. And it's just got like you know, different everything it's just open space with obviously you know, mm-hmm. lots of bats in it and some just like kind of flood like type industrial lighting real, setup. Real to low give budget a little bit of light. Gets the point across type of a thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. And then the type of lights that you set up and then they hook up to like a generator or something, you know, yeah. those just like kind of stand up floodlights, like those kind of it's like what that kind of lighting will use to work on um, uh, on like a highway repair at night or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And then the whole areas just laid out with like different areas of what he needs there's like a you only see like a wide shot like for a little bit but there's like i guess a little area works out storage or stuff and he's got his like workbench where he actually mm. builds stuff and has the computer screens with everything that he does and obviously the, the batmobile in the background and the bat bike, the bat bike. Is, yeah it's a you see does it, it hold a candle a to the actual batmobile itself like the the design of it um yeah you don't really see it that much so it's not like you can really get a good um, look at it i suppose or a good feel for it it it, it looks which kind of like the batmobile it looks like a heavily modified existing vehicle mm-hmm. like the the bike 
looks like a more beefed up um you know durable kind of okay. motorcycle yeah. whereas the car looks like a bit yeah it, it kind of has like a muscle car mm-hmm. type of it aesthetic and apparently i saw um there's there's an art book like concept movie, like concept I art believe. so i don't know if it's for sale yeah i don't know if it's for sale yet or not but i need to get it but apparently there's pages and it shows like sketches of the batmobile and stuff and i didn't realize but from my like a top view there's a bit of like the shape is actually kind of inspired from the cowl itself with like oh, the wow. ears and stuff because the rear three quarter the three or quarters of the batmobile kind of point okay. out a little okay. bit and it gives i think it's based on the idea of like the the, the ears on the cowl mm-hmm. Batman, on the on the helmet um so there's actually like a it's like a design language that's shared between the car and the, and the suit right which i, I think like is that. really cool I just because it gives you the idea of like the same person yeah it all both, makes sense you know, the same Cohesive person design built both look at that oh yeah oh it's i just did a quick so google cool, here um it's called the art of batman written by james field forward by matt reeves pre-order hardcover is 45 bucks i'm assuming that's us because it's a dot com um, probably but yeah, probably. 224 pages 250 full color illustrations i need to get that i've been seeing some other images pop out today from the book and it's like sketches oh, early console oh, sketches for the suit don't and stuff do don't do that oh comes out uh april 19th 2022 so it's available for pre-order until i then. should pre-order that um i should get that man it's gonna be so you cool. should i kind of regret not buying the um what's it called the death stranding book even though i never played the game i regret not buying the book yeah you can still buy you it, still buy yeah. it but yeah you can still buy it I, yeah, I want to get that yeah, too. Just actually, buy, buy both of them. Problem is, in my like cart or my like wish list or whatever on Amazon, it's just full of like uh, like art books of movies mm-hmm. and games and, and like sci-fi vehicle concept design books There's and stuff like that. With that. I'm like, god damn it. Yeah, it's just, just like they're all the list expensive, is, and which like is like every couple of weeks, like do something really nice for yeah. her, and then like just text her the link I right after. It's that. like, by the way. Yeah nudge nudge wink by the way please i want that yeah maybe um which is like i know they're expensive and like they deserve it but like it's also i can't afford all of them and i want all of them i'm going through a similar dilemma at the moment where and i don't know how i'll tell you how it's because there's no there's air circulation in here but there's no returns in the floor like there's no air returns in the floor so it gets dusty very quickly so i'm sweeping like every two days basically and like the floor just it's oh, not wow. a lot of dust but it's just a little bit and when i'm walking around in bare feet i don't like the feeling of stuff underneath it and like all these like little dust particles they 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 accumulate yeah and there's like trails you know how like you're walking through snow in the winter and there's like one trail that gets yep. just packed down over time it feels like that just mm-hmm. not to the same extent because it's there's not inches of dust in the apartment right I don't it'd be very strange either. And I have a broom and the broom works great. And I'm like, what about a vacuum? You know, a vacuum would make sense. So I started looking at Dyson stuff because like industrial design Mm. and I don't need a vacuum, 
I don't need, certainly don't need a Dyson vacuum. Certainly don't need one that's right. The one that I've, it's a refurbished model resold through Dyson. So I trust it. And it's like half the price of the original, but it's still like 350. It's still Just $350. Still I'm like, but I'd be able to clean the yeah. floors really well. But do I need that? No, I don't need that. That's an example of where, oh, you can always spend, you can always get more money. That's true. But do you need to part with it in the first place? Is Or is that just... Yeah, yeah. Like, Oh, it would be really cool, like mounted on the wall by the bathroom. And it's like a piece of art displayed yeah. on the wall. Like right. I bring I bring people over yes. and say, come check out my vacuum. And like, it's not a metaphor kind of a thing. Like, look at this vacuum. Right. And they're like, oh, wow, it's really nice. And they, like, they touch it and they experience it. Again, like not a metaphor, but they they get to physically experience this Dyson vacuum. But that's all in my head. And that's the, that's, that's, that's the story that the product mm. tells you. I am strongly <laughs> considering it, though. This is... Yeah. I thought you were going to, like, for some reason, say, like, a Roomba. I thought about it, but it's like... So I was like, is it the surface area enough? Like, is it enough to justify not, I'd rather I'd rather spend 350 bucks on a vacuum than a Roomba because I can take the vacuum outside and do the car because yeah. it's a wireless thing. I can vacuum up the... Yeah, but then the Roomba in the car wouldn't work. No, the Roomba in the car would not last very long at all. It would just, it would shit the bed. So, and that's, that's what I was thinking about. Plus, I can't put a Roomba on the air vents that go to like the, to go outside. I can't put a Roomba on top of the, the cupboards in the kitchen. That's true. Without it falling and breaking. And I don't even know how expensive Roombas are. Let's do a quick... They're probably not cheap. I would Room imagine. Buh. I'd imagine they're pretty pricey. Oh. Eight hundred bucks. The Roomba S9 Plus and Brava Jet M6 bundle. That's iRobot. I don't know what that means. Oh god, I've seen that movie. It doesn't end well. <laughs> Seventeen hundred dollars. Holy. I think that's a. I think that's an excessive combo. That's the specialist in Roomba. It also fucking, I don't know. iRobot Roomba 671 Wi-Fi connected hard floor robot vacuum cleaner, 300 bucks. Oh, okay. For a resold Dyson that is certified to work. And if it doesn't work, I simply send it back for 350. That seems like more practical. Okay. So no, iRobot is the company that manufactures Roomba. Yeah. That's, that's not a good name, man. Like the I movie, robot? like it's not anyone who's seen the movie. You're like, eh, anything called iRobot is a little sketch to me. It's a bit sus. I don't blame you for thinking that. I think that I've never even seen the movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Actually. There's, <laughs> there's a Roomba i3. It's just cars now. That's what it feels like. I3 GTR. Well, that's the like the the Dyson yes. is. There's a V6, a V7, a V8. V9, 10, 11. I'm like, this is, am I buying an, am I buying an engine right now? It felt, yeah. it felt kind of strange. But part of me want, part of me wants to go through with it for the appreciation of the design <laughs> of the Dyson stuff and like the, the engineering marvel that it is, but also the, the broom from Costco works pretty darn well. Yeah. You know? No, I feel that though. That's just, that's our love for design. 
exactly. better off have some more. Yeah, but like, you know, I know I don't juice that many lemons, but like a Philippe Stark juicer would look really. I wouldn't have to put it in the drawer. It I can know. sit on the counter, and it becomes a conversation piece. It's a nice piece of mm-hmm. art as well. And exactly. you're trying to justify that to yourself, and you're like, maybe I shouldn't spend six hundred bucks on a on a fucking vacuum a rocket ship looking fucking yeah juicer or that too yeah it's six hundred dollars i don't know it's expensive it's probably it's anything probably from philippe stark is expensive no that's true i have an i have another sad story not that oh. anything else we've talked about today was sad but i have a sad story um it someone's passed away and the espresso machine has passed away Oh, yeah, the one that you got from Best Buy, that essentially Catherine Faisal, sponsored by Catherine Chong, sponsored by Kevin. It's it's passed away, or it's I shouldn't say it's passed away, but it's got a, it has an arterial clog, so it's it's having a an aortic aneurysm right now, and it doesn't work. It pumps water out, but it won't pump coffee. Can you take like can you take it apart to give it a? I can. I can because it's out of give warranty. Give it a bypass. Anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like a, I'm, I'm gonna have to pump this thing hard. Oh shit. Um, and I like I descaled it. I ran a liter of vinegar through it to like get rid of any crap on the inside because yeah. I've noticed the water out here is a lot harder than the water in Aurora, like from a whatever hardness level they right. is measured by. Um, so I don't have it. It's not operational at the moment. So I'm using espresso grounds in a French press which is not optimal because the grinds are very, very fine. So you don't get as much flavor out because it's not as hot and you don't have the benefit of pressure. Um, it still makes coffee though, but it's a bit sad. Um, but now, but now I almost kind of like it because it's not that I don't like the look of the coffee machine, but there's a certain visual presence that the coffee press that the French press has over the espresso machine, right? Where it's not a fancy expensive espresso machine. It's not like one of those three thousand dollar car engine looking things. Yeah, it's just a simple budget level one from Best Buy, but a French press just has a very nice look. It mm-hmm. just it fits well on a countertop, takes up less space, bit of a pain in the dick to clean, but I can live with that. I thought you were gonna say that you're kind of happy that it's broken because now it gives you an excuse to look into buying a new one. That I'm not excited about because I'd rather spend the money on a vacuum. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Or well, I've got the tattoo coming up on Friday. Oh, true. I have so I have to, I have to pay for that. Um, and remembering that kind of made me realize, okay, the the maybe don't the vacuum doesn't need to happen. Yeah. And I have I like I have a coffee machine. It technically works. It just it's just analog. So I'll make do with that. It's not really the end of the world. And I think there's a fix for the espresso machine. I just have to take it apart and look at it. Yeah, I think it's one of those things you have to take it apart and full surgery. Mm-hmm. Watched a few YouTube videos naturally, and a couple of people were like, "Oh, if there's, there's apparently a zip tie on a, on a, on a tube on the inside, which makes the diameter of the tube smaller, so you're increasing pressure of stuff right. as it goes through, and that apparently has a tendency to break or wear down over time because it's plastic; it'll degrade, and especially it's being exposed to heat. I guess that." seems like that. one of those joke engineer moves where they're like yeah how are we gonna get more pressure out of this and the engineer's like hmm 
Hmm. A zip tie. Let me just zip tie this really quick. Just hold on. Just it seems legit. You're like, oh, look, it works. Just do that on every production model that goes out. Yeah. I can see that. He passed away. Passed away last week, actually, but I've been in the process of running like running vinegar through it throughout the week to hopefully get it to try and resuscitate it. Right. Um so it's it's been on a ventilator basically. And now it's um it's in a medically induced coma. It's been unplugged from the wall, but still in a in a coma. Um it will Yeah, it kind of sucks. It's a bit lame. Yeah. That's a first world problem to complain about. It really is. Yeah. But another exciting thing from today was today was the the kickoff with the Humber students for the playground oh, project. Yes, yes. Uh which was really cool and uh, you'd be proud of me cuz I mentioned good old Sir Errolson Hugh and his mm. notion of copy the process not the product. Yes. I brought that up several times during the 2-hour kickoff meeting that we had today. Yes. Catherine was very impressed. She didn't know who Errolson Hugh was, I don't think. She was like, yeah. "Oh yes, that is that is a good thing to say. It's a good thing to follow." And uh, yeah, that was my contribution to society. So you should have said, "I said it, now coined by me." <laughs> so yes, Zach actually graduated with me, and he has this great phrase. Um, finally, helped him get a job. Huh. Uh, it's called "copy the process, not the product." He said that in the interview, and the guy was like, "Oh my, this guy's a fucking genius. Mm. Hire this man right now." And he's been working ever since. How long has that been? Two weeks. Oh, fair enough. I just started my fourth week. Oh, is it actually? What? No. Oh, shit, it is. I had another moment today where I woke up with my alarm at 6.55 and like got out of bed to press snooze and thinking, Zach's at work right now. 6.55, I was sitting down chatting with Sean. While sipping on my tea. Do you make tea there? Or do you bring a tea with I you? I bring a tea with me. Oh, cla- like a travel mug type of a tea? Yeah, a Yeti. Oh, oh yeah, you have a fucking Yeti. Compliment the fuck? his. It's got six stickers on it. Yeah, oh, so that's another thing is the Strange Creatures stickers. I haven't oh, resubmitted yeah. those. I haven't, I haven't resubmitted them yet. That'll be... Oh, true. Give it a week. I'd say I'll give it a week. Wait, wait for some more cash money to to come my way, and then get some some stickers in order. Yeah, I'm excited to get paid this week. This will be my full, my first full paycheck. What are you gonna do with your first full paycheck from a design job? What are you gonna do? Fortunately, nothing, because I have to. I will essentially all of it will go to paying back my dad for my half of the car and paying for oh, the sure. safety and that shit that's fair though i mean essentially it'll all, it'll all go towards that and that's that's a good thing to to put it towards but i would put like let's say like a hundred bucks towards you treat yourself gotta have a treat yourself moment hmm. pre-order yeah, the batman so. book pre-order the batman book that's half the cost you can take, take the rest put the rest in the savings i still want to go so I'm going to go to the model shop and buy a bunch of paints. Oh, that's true. So I got to do that. Do they do sales? Probably at that place, like, probably not. Eh, yeah. eh. Probably not. 
say like I'm gonna buy I'm gonna buy ten paints. Oh, you think it's, like a book? Nah, no. I don't think like model company ever do that because they know, like, they know a lot of people probably buy a bunch at once, but they wouldn't give you a sale because like they're expensive. Like, no, people are just gonna buy them. Yeah, we're not I'm curious what the, what like what the margins on a model kit are. You know, on a model Someone, kit. Yeah, like uh, I would say not on most of them not great because the cheaper ones it's quantity right like mm, true because if you think right like you know a lot of people see like gundam models like why why like like the big one that i have right which is like what was it, like 170 145 oh, bucks really? plus tax so it was like 170 bucks Whoa. right and it'd be like that's really expensive for a model for a model that's like not that crazy because mm-hmm. it's like when you think of the big like ships and the big planes and stuff like that and the, that mm-hmm. are like you know or the big car ones that are like you know five six hundred bucks yeah my right? big titanic was 180 i think <laughs> exactly right so it's not like in the realm of on on and actually for what you're getting it's still pretty good bang for your buck but yeah if you think of like like my blackbird model which is like it's like the level two revel one so it's like it was like Mm. 40 bucks right it's Mm. got like maybe 50 pieces right it's the same one that i have right like we have the same yeah i believe so yeah yeah it's like 50 ish pieces maybe less Mm -hmm. probably less actually think a bit less it was it was pretty simple yeah it's pretty simple and like you know i don't know exactly how they would do the molds for that but like the the main body of the plane is like two halves right the top mm-hmm. and the bottom i would see that might even be in one mold one big mold and then each runner mm-hmm. of the plastic parts might be its own small mold or there could be like right. two in a mold or whatever right and it's like well if they're smaller less pieces then either you can have multiple um like sprues with like parts of trees in one mold Mm-hmm. or they're smaller molds either way it means either you're not changing out that many molds on the machine as much and if you are at least they're smaller so it's quicker to set up right right yeah. and less molds smaller molds means a lot less money to spend on making the molds right mm-hmm. so like they can obviously charge less for the model because it's more of a quantity thing at that point Whereas like that's true that big Gundam I have it's like they don't make nearly as many as those or sell as many as those as they do like the new Supra Tamiya model for mm. the car right like that's probably a very popular kit yeah whereas that's like true. the more rare more expensive Gundams they don't make that many mm. right and so when you think of like the amount of parts that had. And they're all pretty big. Like that's a lot of molds and a lot of big molds and a lot of Mm -hmm. really complex molds. So it's like just super expensive and they're not going to sell as many. Then, you know, the laws of manufacturing, well, if you're not going to sell as many and you're not going to do as big as a run, then it's going to cost you a lot more. Right. So each individual thing has to be sold for more. That's true. Right. So that's how like, you know, now that we go went through manufacturing fucking school, and learn all that <laughs> now when you think of like you know like those big uh like battleship well yeah. those were battleship kits and you're like how many parts are in that 
how many molds are to just I make that one kit, right? And like That's... a small metal mold, yeah. like a really small one, is like probably between five and ten k. That's a small mm-hmm. one, yeah, right. Minimum. And then like. That was back when we were in school. Who knows what the prices of things are now? Now that everything's so true, inflated. true, yeah, That's a, a yeah, true. Cost of manufacturing's gone up. just increased exponentially. <clears throat> true. I mean, I remember like when we went to that one place in Toronto to do where they make molds, like do the tooling for them, right? Oh shit! Um, I can't remember what it was though. Oh, I'm blanking on. But, that. Um, but I remember, I remember that trip. Yeah, and they like they had one mold there that like it was probably like what two and a half to three foot by three foot kind of thing like mm-hmm. that kind of size like it was big but like nowhere near as massive in the world of molds mm-hmm. and they said right like <clears throat> built in canada that's like it could be like you know 60 to 100 000 easy whereas like if that same one in china is like 30 000, right mm-hmm. but like again knowing like these japanese model companies especially like bandai with the fucking gun kits how complex some of the parts are who knows what fucking high-tech molds they're using like dude like think of how and like it's not only how many molds but you know i'm pretty sure they don't have a whole factory that just has like 50 different injection molding machines all making one kit that's true like they gotta switch out the molds and like yeah. like at the last job I was doing, when you switch out a small mold that's like the small of being like two hundred pounds, <laughs> right? Like that's easy on a small machine. Yeah. Like that's yeah. because it's like you're not like it's not as dangerous. You're not moving around this giant object. You can kind of manhandle and move it around. It's easier to get in place. It's easier to keep, get straight and flush and the you know the all that stuff, right? But when you're doing like a big mold mm-hmm. it's a pain in the ass. it's a multi-person operation that takes time right you undo mm-hmm. all the bolts and then tighten it back in when you get it in there like that so and like time is money time, time is, is money is right money. so you think with those big that's why it's like yeah like a 600 car kit yeah it's freaking crazy expensive but at the same time i'm like i can i know why it's that expensive yeah because making that is literally in. an ex- it's an expensive process to make that thing you know that's very true i didn't even consider that right at all for some reason and so it's like i'm only like now really thinking about it like looking back at the models that i've that i've built and remembering opening and opening them all up and and looking at them and being like wow like it's really cool not ever considering how they're actually put together and manufactured and then you consider someone a had to design those parts, model those parts, create accurate thickness for those parts. They had to then test those parts. They had to then design molds for those parts. They then had to test those molds, fix problems yeah. on those molds, make sure that you could actually put the kit together, that like the dimensions and the scale yeah. of everything actually fucking works. That's got to be a nuts job. Yeah, and the way they like pump them out too, like it's, it seems pretty quick. And the fact that, yeah, like the fact that you're able to get these intricate details, these intricate parts, yeah. without, at say like a forty fifty dollar price point, 
for a hundred and fifty dollar price point. Like the the undercuts or the mold tolerances or the little this and the little oh that. Oh my god. That sounds like a fucking nightmare. No. That's why like a small, cheaper kit, margins are a lot smaller because it's more of a quantity thing. They can afford to make less money per item because they're selling That's way true. more, right? Whereas like the bigger, more expensive kits that are they don't make as many of them that's why right because the margins have to be much bigger mm-hmm. to make up for mold costs and profit and all that stuff right i just uh googled who designs plastic model kits and there's a blog post here from oldmodelkits.com the life of a plastic model kit designer by bruce p byerly whatever his name is bruce of course his this blog post starts I was born very young, I've been told. Um, Do you get that? No. He was born young. You're all, Of course you're born young. Oh, okay. That's, okay. That's why I thought. I was like, <laughs> wait. Is this supposed to be like something like a saying? So I'm like, well, yeah. It's supposed, it's supposed to be a bit of a comedic jab. That's stupid. I was born young. It's like, duh. Of course you were. Oh, shit. It's a... Uh, Okay, so it's all these cool model kits that he's designed. But who does it talk about? It doesn't talk about anything credible. Modelkitpro.com. Might I might I might be going down. I wonder I got to look on YouTube to see if there's like a Bandai factory tour cuz like it'd be sick to see how they I know a lot of it's probably secret cuz of how they get like you know how they mold as you say that. As you say that. Is there this the Gunpla factory Bandai yeah. Hobby Center promotional video? So it's not a tour per se. Yeah, no, they wouldn't show because like how they do co molding with different colors is like mm. one thing, but when they like in the mold create like moving parts, like that is like yeah, how the crazy. hell do you figure that out? Like, and when you think of like it was experience and like again the last job i had with with molds there they were old and they were used a lot it's not like they were high-tech expensive molds but the amount of like flashing and inconsistencies and and Mm. imperfections on them was wild right and like Mm. every like especially with the bandai stuff the gundam stuff like every piece no matter how small there's like no flashing. There's no, like, Fuck. it's so clean. There's no imperfections. They know what they're doing, right? So it's like, how the like, how? How the fuck does that? They happen? must be like all aluminum Wizards. molds, and they must be all yeah, like, sure. like just the most exp- like really expensive molds. They must be insane. They probably know that they're gonna make the money back on it eventually yeah i guess so yeah Con- I guess, considering the scale the scale that they're producing stuff at and probably the diversity of things that they're able to produce yeah that might help like if you have a thousand molds that's very very expensive yeah but if you're able to if those molds last say 20 30 years you're paying them off maybe after five and then you're in the black for the rest of its lifespan yeah Right, that's that's how I would immediately think yeah. about it. Come I mean, to like, think about it, thinking about how insane the kits are, I'm surprised works. they're not more expensive. <laughs> when yeah. you think about it, like, yeah. fuck, 
Um, that's true. Bandai. That'd be cool, dude. But yeah, I gotta get some uh, paints. They're not. Uh, I don't think it would show too much off because a lot of it would be really no. top secret. Net income, take a stab at this. Is it going to be like, is it over a billion? As of 2019. Is it over a billion? It's in yen. So let me. um, Yen to Canadian. um, Just for the sake of it. I mean, is that like just the model kits though? Because they do like other toys. and. This is Bandai the company. Okay. So because they do toys, they do model kits across so many different like themes and license ips and stuff like that and so many just random toys and stuff but that's true but bandai as a whole yeah makes uh 2.7 billion or their net income was 2.7 billion it was 242.8 billion yen fuck so that's how inflated it is one japanese yen is one cent wow yeah that's 0.011 0.011 cent actually or oh. 0.011 so 1.1 oh, cent right that's wild huh 10,000 canadian and yen is um a lot in japanese or whatever the fuck it is i used to have i had um what's the korean currency the won I had because like I've got I've got family in in South Mm -hmm. Korea and uh, as a kid I got a present of like a set of bills like individual bills like from change but um of a 50,000 10,000 5,000 and 1,000 won bills right and 5,000 or 50,000 won is like a $50 bill oh basically So me as a kid, I'm looking through like oh my, my sock drawer God. and I see this stuff because we keep it there to just to keep yeah. it safe and out of the way. I'm like, 50,000 Korean won. I think that a, a Korean won is the exact same as a Canadian dollar. I think I'm yeah. fucking rich at yeah. six years old. Sick. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool kid. Not going to lie. I, was, I, I had a I cool life. You. That's, it's the bliss of youth. I do the same thing. It's the bliss of youth. It's like I remember when the stock market crashed because I would want to buy stuff that was from the U.S. And so I'd ask my mom, I said, Mom, can we buy this? And she was like, yeah, do you have the the allowance money? I said, yeah. And say this thing's $40 and mm. it's $40 U.S. I don't know that that's now $60, $70 Canadian. And she's 3, like, 000. okay, well, it's $3,000. She said, oh, it's going to be this much. I'm like, I don't have that money, but it's different there. And I did not understand that. Mm. A little bit of a side tangent there, but that's what we're all about here is side tangents. And uh, some interesting strange creatures development that I've been ruminating on that I'll highlight tomorrow um, from a photography perspective. Oh, which is going to be interesting. Um, So yeah, share that tomorrow, I think. That wraps us up. Another episode of 36 minutes. That's not too shabby. Uh, if you want to send us an email, hi at bigdesigncompany.com, www.bigdesigncompany.com. That's the email and the website. You can also send us an email to hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com. And Zach Watson. Yes, sir. What is our Instagram? Process underscore underscore podcast. Fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. And we will see you tomorrow.
Peace. The process.